Flyers Daily with Jason Mertides. All right, here we go. Brand new Flyers Daily for Thursday, April 7th, as the Flyers continue tonight with the home-and-home, home, second half of a home-and-home home with the Columbus Blue Jackets. Of course, they lost the first half of the home-and-home home against Columbus. Great goaltending performance, 47-save win for Elvis Merzlikens and the Columbus Blue Jackets. So uh, that is, uh, you know, you, one of those things you go, well, I hope they can't duplicate that kind of goaltending performance. Flyers did a lot of really good things in that game on Tuesday against Columbus. And to look to duplicate that in Columbus tonight and keep that silly cannon thing silenced. Uh, so we'll see how that goes tonight between the Flyers and the Blue Jackets as the Blue Jackets also wrapped up a, a seven-game winless skid uh, with that win against the Flyers the other night. So the Flyers will look to exact a little revenge in Columbus tonight. Columbus, 71 games on the season, 33-32-6, and six, 72 points. So one game over Hockey 500. They're actually only a point back of the New York Islanders, but the Islanders do have two games in hand. Uh, Columbus over their last 10 with that win over the Flyers, 2-5-3. Flyers, 70 games played on the season. And they have a record of 22-37-11 and 11, and 55 points, a record of 3-7-0 in their last 10 and lost their last one. It's crazy to think, though, that the Flyers uh, are that many points behind Columbus, 17 points back of the Columbus Blue Jackets. Just shows you how sideways this season's been for the Flyers. And right now in that kind of fight for uh, more ping-pong balls than I know some people are just incredibly enamored with, not me, uh, but the Columbus, uh, or excuse me, the Philadelphia Flyers are one point up through 70 games on the New Jersey Devils, who are also through 70 games. Now, if they tied in points at the end of the season, it looks like the Devils, at least right now, uh, would have the tiebreaker to finish ahead of the Flyers in the standings because they have more regulation wins. They've got 24. The Flyers have 22. Uh, so we'll see how that plays out, and uh, we'll have uh, to deal with that at the proper time. The NHL Draft Lottery is coming up on May 16th, so not that far off. A little over a month away until we find out the fortunes of those ping-pong balls, the aforementioned ping-pong balls, uh, and uh, we'll see how that plays out uh, coming up in May. But the Flyers and Columbus tonight, and it's the return of Cam Atkinson to Columbus. Now, Cam Atkinson spent, has spent his entire NHL career in Columbus as a member of the Blue Jackets prior to the trade to the Flyers. He's a guy that I've kind of referred to as a full immersive athlete, a guy that doesn't just come to your city and plays. He immerses himself in the city for which he plays. So he's been with, he was with Columbus for 627 NHL games, a long, long time in Columbus. He had 213 goals, 189 assists, 402 points in that time. He had a 35-goal season in Columbus. He had a 41-goal season in Columbus, and his high uh, mark for points as a Blue Jacket was 69 in that 41-goal season. 41 goals, 29 assists. 70 games this season with the Flyers. He's got 23 goals, 27 assists, and 50 points. Uh, But all those years in Columbus and uh, really... You know, it's weird because, and you're going to hear from him in a second because I had a chance to catch up with him, but one of the things when Cam was traded here, I remember I had him on my radio show about five minutes after the trade was announced. And sometimes when they're traded, like when Ryan Ellis was traded, I had him on my show as well, he seemed like he was kind of like stunned. Cam just seemed like he was just so excited. And 
you know, coming to a new city and the trade and after being in one place for 10 years, there's a freshness to that. Got a family and had to find a new place to live, but had some connections here with Scott Hartnell, who he played with in Columbus, and his wife and Scott Hartnell's wife were best friends. So there was a lot of that going on. So now he goes back for the first time. And we discuss here about the emotions in going back to Columbus. And he joins us right now at his Flyers winger, Cam Atkinson. Cam, how you doing? Good, buddy. Good. Thanks for having me. Is there some mixed emotions going back to Columbus? <laughs> Yeah, I, I you know I'm anxious to to go back. Uh, you know, excited to go back. Um, you know, I'm not sure. It obviously hasn't hit me yet. Um, you know, I think once we get to land in Columbus, and I I think tomorrow uh, when I go to the rink and start of the game and warm ups and just <clears throat> you know I, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of mixed emotions and um, you know a little bit of everything. So it's I'm uh, kind of a guy that lives in the moment and you know i'm not sure how i'm going to react but i'm definitely excited you know when you got traded you were on my radio show like 10 minutes after the deal yeah. went and you were so excited and it was new and everything yeah. have you almost even had a chance to kind of deal with that because because when you get traded there's so much going on you got the family you had to move yeah. and figure all that stuff out have you really kind of just chewed on it at any point no you know i think um in a way it's it's been nice that we haven't gone to Columbus um you know it's, it's later in the season later in the year so it kind of has given me a uh, you know a chance to digest and and just kind of get acclimated to being a flyer um you know it's uh, I, I you know was super excited to get traded to the Flyers organization and um but you know Columbus will always be home for for me and my family no matter what but uh yeah it's uh, just a lot of emotions right now you know, I've referred to you on the post game show as a fully immersed athlete. One that when he goes to play somewhere, it's not just about playing there; it's about immersing yourself in these in this in the society, the culture, the area, the people. And back in Columbus, I mean, you knew you did a lot of charity stuff. You had the three on three stuff that you were doing, all kinds of stuff. It'd be good to go back there and almost check in on that stuff too, isn't it? No, for sure. I mean, I think it's important for any athlete to kind of uh, put themselves out there, especially in the community. Um, you know, one thing that people don't know right now is, you know, tomorrow night's game in Columbus is military appreciation night and, and the force network fund, my, my foundation is giving, you know, a decent amount of money to USO, um, which is, you know, military uh, foundation in Columbus, well, all over, but especially in Columbus, um, you know, just to get back to military families, um, you know, men and women that are serving and, uh, little things like that, where, you know, it's, uh, I'm still just as much involved even if i'm away uh away from the city and you know so much i appreciate and love columbus it's uh it, you know the city really took me in and i want to say it, it's been reciprocal and and you know how i've given back to the community not only with my foundation but the battery hockey academy and um little things like that where um you just appreciate yeah, just not, not only an asset as a hockey player, but asset as a citizen to the area. I always think that's really important. Can't one thing I know this season has been really tough for you guys. There's been some change already, and you're such an upbeat guy, and and you bring so much positivity to the rink every day. Has that been hard for you this year to, to kind of maintain that element of your veteran status? No, you know, I think uh, you know it's unfortunate the position that us players have put ourselves ourselves in, and you know, and that's unfortunately what happens in this business when you don't win. It's there's a lot of change and uh, a lot of new guys, fresh faces, and um, you know, I think it's my job, you know, 
being an older guy and, and just, you know, playing with emotion, playing with energy and trying to bring that day in and day out to, you know, keep it light. Cause I think the worst thing to do is, is feel sorry for ourselves and, and start pointing fingers and, um, you know, the blame game. It's easy to do that when you're, we've been out of playoffs or not going to make playoffs. It's, you know, what can we do to change this culture and, and turn this thing around? Because we don't want to have a hangover going into summer into the start of next season. We want to, you know, start playing the right way and playing for each other and for this organization and, um, you know, play for next year. Yeah. And because if you do that, that becomes an infection and that's just not something that you wash out of your hands or your, or your mindset quickly. You no. got to stay together, right? Exactly. I mean, that's, that's the worst thing you do. It's uh, you have to turn this, this negative into a positive and, and try to do it by, you know, just doing the right things. And um, yeah. yeah. Um, last thing for you, you know, in, in this situation, there's obviously, you know, Claude Giroux gets traded, Derek Broussard, and Justin Bronson veterans. There's a void not only on the ice, but there's a void in the locker room off the ice as well. And I always think this is a really good opportunity for some other players to jump into that leadership circle. You're a leader already, but good for young players can make him uh, see that void there and guys jump into it and become even more vested in some ways on and off the ice. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, you can't replace those guys. You know, G's been here for so long and, and, and has done so much being the captain. And obviously guys like Coots that, that are hurt and not around the team as much. Uh, and Lottie was hurt for a little bit. It, it gives guys more opportunity to step up and maybe get an opportunity that they wouldn't usually get on the ice. And, you know, not only on the ice, but uh, be more vocal and, and take that step in becoming a leader and, and just leading by example. I think uh, guys have done that and, um, you know, it's, that's what you want within the organization. Yeah, no doubt. And there's that youthful exuberance that comes with young players as well, which is always refreshing. Um, Cam, thanks for doing this. I know uh, we're wishing you best of luck to go back to Columbus and enjoy the experience going back. Um, but most of all, come back with a win. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we will. Thanks for having me, buddy. Thanks to Cam Atkinson for joining us on this episode of Flyers Daily as he makes his return to Columbus to face the Blue Jackets tonight. And here's hoping uh, they come back with a win. Now, the Flyers' schedule uh, after this game against Columbus, this home-and-home home gets wrapped up. This will wrap up also the season series between the Flyers and Columbus. Uh, Saturday, it'll be the Flyers taking on the Anaheim Ducks at Wells Fargo Center. That game's 7.30 on Saturday night. If you're going down, keep that in mind. It is a 7.30 game. There's a Sixers game earlier that day, a Phillies game at 4 o'clock, and then the Flyers game that night at 7.30. So plan accordingly. And then next Tuesday, Flyers will take on the Washington Capitals in D.C. And Wednesday, they get the New York Rangers at Wells Fargo Center. Then it's a home-and-home home against Buffalo on the 16th and 17th, Saturday and Sunday. And uh, then they'll head to Toronto and Montreal, come back for one against Pittsburgh, head to Chicago and Winnipeg, come back for one against Ottawa, and that'll be it, season over. So not a lot of uh, games left on the schedule, and uh, Flyers will continue the season tonight in Columbus. So we'll see how the young guns perform once again tonight. Noah Cates, of course, got his first NHL goal in that game on Tuesday night. Looked good and, uh, out there as well. Doesn't look like uh, the game is overwhelming him, so that's good to see. Owen Tippett has gotten a ton of chances, has just the one goal since being traded to the Flyers, but has had a lot of really good scoring chances, including, I think now, five breakaways since he's been here and three in the last two games. Has yet to score on one of those breakaways. I'd like to see him pop one there as well. So Flyers Blue Jackets tonight. We'll break it down tomorrow on a brand new Flyers Daily. <laughs>